This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. Timestamp this. It is twelve thirty in the morning, and we should do some ADR on that in post. Um, not unlike the ADR uh, on our dear friend Val Kilmer yeah. in this cinematic episode yeah. we just witnessed. Yes, so that was an experience. Um, I <laughs> slept through. I would say thirty percent of that movie. Mm. Um, because I'm very sleepy, and I'm still on UK time. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, first of all, I'm so flustered. Um, (laughs) we have a guest. Yes. We have a special guest. Hey. Guess who it is. It's me. It's Greg. (laughs) Thanks, Greg. Yes. Welcome to Greg. You heard my voice in the opening pre prologue where I told you to do the Patreon thing and I'm here again. So. Greg, uh, th- thanks for joining us. Thank yes. you for having me. It's a pleasure. This is your first uh, Cineval. This Official. is your first time being yes. a Cineval. Great. Uh, I think I've sat in on recordings before, and uh, you were in the studio audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Poked at the wings. This is the yeah. first time you guys are in the studio recording Ooh. with uh, me as your producer. I suppose mm-hmm. you could call me. Yep. Yeah. We got producer Greg hey. in the house. Yes, I'm in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very late. Yeah. And I very mean, early. Ultimately, it's not that late. That's true. But it's, it's late to podcast. It's late for me right now. Yeah. At yeah. this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I'm actually going to have to go in and edit this thing. Why? Pardon you. Well, because of the opening. Like, I, I started recording really soon, and, like, Camille's audio was all fucked up, and, like, it's like, I got to go in and edit this thing. It's going to be fun. Ooh. Oh. It's going to take like a couple seconds. I feel like our budget just got raised. Yeah, I feel like I can say whatever I want and they'll just take out anything that's not funny. Oh, yes. Yes, Greg. Please yeah. don't make this harder for me than it already is. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Greg, since you are a first time guest, first time guest, long time listener. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh what is your what's your history with Val Kilmer? Yeah. Uh my history with Val Kilmer is as follows. The Saint. That was my first Val Kilmer movie that, Rightfully I, so. that I saw that I think I ever saw. Um, before Batman? Yeah, maybe. All right. Might have been before Batman. I was aware of Batman before I was aware of The Saint, but mm. I don't think I saw Batman mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. uh after I saw The Saint. And then and then Batman. Mm-hmm. And then Heat. Oh, yeah. And then it was just, I really I really loved Heat. Yeah. And everything about Heat. And I just, I'm going to be back for Heat. 
Uh, that's an assumption. Yeah, that's well, I'm going to uh, at least be there when you're recording. It. <laughs> you're going to join us for the movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'll watch the movie with you guys. Whoever you get on instead of me, I'm sure they'll do a much better job. That's but, not true. Um, I'll be there to watch it and to um, just pipe up and say, ooh, this part. Great. Ooh, remember this part? Great. Ooh, look how fast he reloads that M16. Mm. You'll be like the podcast equivalent of a pop-up, pop-up video. video. Yeah. Ah! Allie, we are synced right now. Yes. It's good. Ba-na-na-na. Um, you know, I know Ba-na-na-na. that I know that Val Kilmer had this um uh, fucking hack. Excuse, Excuse you. You, did a you James... better you better clarify who you're calling a fucking hack. You did Gregory. a James Horner trumpet flourish we sure just did want everyone to know that he's a hag james horner is and james fraud. horner uh val kilmer however is a very serious actor mm-hmm. um i think he would be the first he went to Juilliard. uh did he we he went to the american version See. of the school you're going to right <laughs> shut <now>. up oh <laughs> um did i tell you that joanne whaley is in daredevil season three who's that she's in uh, willow uh Val Kilmer's Lady Love. Ah, the redheaded yes, woman. The redhead. <laughs> the the woman <laughs> in Willow. Ah, the bombshell with the hair. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and she was, that's how they addressed her, I believe, in every single scene that she was in. The yeah. hairdo. Yeah. Uh, She's credited as the hair. The hair. Um, no, I always like uh, I always liked Val Kilmer, especially his '90s stuff. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was a very chiseled, handsome leading man, and mm. I always wondered what happened to him. Yeah, like he just kind of dropped off mm-hmm. after a certain period, and like then he came back and he was like he let himself go mm-hmm. a little bit, um, and then he just he like no one really really cast him in anything but like these strange direct to video action movies where he was a very small role and every once in a while he would pop up in movies like MacGruber, but he yeah. was like kind of like a parody of himself in that. And then he's in this movie and he's in this movie, but not really. Yeah. His face is technically in this movie. Yeah. Technically for maybe a minute or so. Um, he doesn't have any lines in this movie. Well, all of them are ADR. Yeah. Uh, we don't hear his voice. His once. mouth is moving. It is moving, but not his his voice isn't coming. This is one of the most baffling movies I've ever seen. And we need to talk about it's it. Right very, now. It's very strange. In case the listener is wondering what film are they talking about? Oh, yeah. Is, we're uh, talking. <laughs> yeah, this is a very long con of like, what movie is this? I'm sure it'll be clarified in the title of the podcast, but perhaps it shan't not. For this is the Christmas episode. And so uh, throughout Val Kilmer's entire filmography, we decided the snowman sounded the most Christmassy. <laughs> Boy, were we making a choice there. <laughs> yes, we were. Um, so for anyone who is not familiar with 2017's The Snowman. Tell them, um, Camille. <clears throat> so here's the brief synopsis. When an elite crime squad... Is it a what? Elite? What? Is when was elite? there an when elite crime squad? Let's stop every time <laughs> the synopsis is wrong. Excellent. Okay. When an elite crime squad's lead detective, Michael Fassbender. Is, is he, he the lead? Is he put in the lead of he anything? He doesn't have a driver's license. That's a good point. He has to get Rebecca Ferguson to ferry him everywhere. Yeah. When he investigates the disappearance of a victim on the first snow of winter. Is that established? It's not the first snow of winter. There's snow everywhere. (laughs) 
He fears an elusive serial killer may be active again. Uh, All right. Okay. That checks out. Okay. With the help of a brilliant recruit, Rebecca brilliant? Ferguson. Brilliant. I, she, does, she gets herself killed. Does she die? Did I sleep she's through her super, death? Yeah, you did. Oh, no. She super dies. The snowman gets her. Oh, fuck. The cop must connect decades-old cold cases. Well, cold cases. <laughs> nine years. Aren't, I don't think that's yeah. decades. Aren't all cases cold when they're in Norway? <laughs> <laughs> must connect decades-old cold cases to the brutal new one if he hopes to outwit this unthinkable evil before the next snowfall. Unthinkable evil? He's kind of a turd. The snowman? Yeah. Yeah. The snowman himself? Yeah. I mean, you know what this movie reminded me of the most? Mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan's Insomnia, starring Ah, Alphonse Pacino. We. Someone who looks like Aaron Eckhart, but isn't. Is it Robin Williams? Hilary Swank and the late, great Robin Williams. Uh. He is the killer. Spoiler alert. It's obvious. It's not, they're not, they don't try and hide it. It's the first thing you know about the movie is that he's the killer. All right. Um, is that the one where he's in a photo booth? That's one hour photo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the title. Wait, let me try that again. Is this the one where someone can't sleep? Yes. Uh, it's n- Alphonse it? Pacino. Well, for one, the reason why it reminds me of this is because uh, Insomnia itself is based on a uh, Swedish film or a Norwegian film. I, I don't know which one um, of the same of the same name, right? Like, but like the Swedish or Norwegian word for insomnia, whatever that is. Um, and it takes it's, it's like, actually a spruiksnomnia. Great, and it takes place in um, in a place that's always very cold and very snowy, Alaska. In in this case, but it's summertime. In, in, in insomnia. In insomnia. That's true. That's why you can't sleep. That's true. Because the sun's always But it's up. still quite cold. They're wearing jackets all the time. Which I think is silly. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's the coldest it gets in the summer in Alaska? Oh, probably like 15 degrees. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice out. It's perfect. It's t-shirt weather. But I mean, like Al Pacino's Particularly from... if you're from Alaska. Yeah. He's also from Los Angeles in the movie. Okay, so. well, he gets a pass. He's got to wear his leather jacket because he's a cool dude and he wants everyone to know <laughs> it. Alaskan summer temperatures get mm. anywhere from 12.8 degrees to 25 degrees Celsius. That's go. great. It's balmy. Yeah. Thanks, Google. I was actually kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> 15. Yeah. Nailed it, Greg. Thanks, guys. Don't get too proud. Okay. You're still a guest, Greg. Okay. <laughs> that's that's true. I'm not used to it. You guys talk for a while. Ooh. Uh, um Okay. This movie. First off, how many people do we think actually saw this movie? I personally don't know a single person who saw this movie except the three of us. Yeah. Alan, did he see this movie? No. All right. James? No. That's all the film people I know who yeah. would ever see this movie. There's only three people who saw this movie. Yeah. This movie was made on a budget of $35 million, but it made 43.1 worldwide. That's okay. A lot still. Yeah, it didn't break even. Uh, wait, what? Well, take the uh, production budget, oh, double it. <laughs> double it for advertisements. Uh, and this movie, I remember the marketing campaign when this movie came out. It was quite ubiquitous and very silly. Was it like. The snowman is the killer. Little, little, little 
notes was, everywhere. Yeah. He's yeah. going to like strangle yeah. you with his little stick arms. Yeah, he had the little <laughs> stick arms. Like he signs his little notes and it says, Mr. Policeman, you could have caught me. I gave you all the clues, which that never comes up. Yeah. In like the, the movie. Okay. What's the well, guy, uh, listener, dear listener, this movie's Z- not good. No, it's very I bad. I feel like no, in like. In poor Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, so wanna focus on him? Yeah, let's okay. just talk about so he's in it for so little and he is ADR'd. It yeah. is unconfirmed, but we believe that he is ADR'd because of throat cancer. He had surgery at or around the same time that this movie was being filmed. Mm-hmm. And because of the short production schedule, it seems like he was uh either going through recovery mm-hmm. or something was happening with his mouth that was unable, that made it like impossible for him to get through the words, mm. I guess. <sighs> the guy who they got doesn't even sound like him. And I know. The, the audio replacement There's, is just is it's terrible. Very, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Like it's very jarring. And it's in, it, it's in like several close-ups too. Like yeah. I, one of them is like a straight up like close-up of, like maybe mostly his mouth. Yeah. There's definitely a whole scene with Toby Jones when his character's first introduced where like there's someone squawking on the radio that was not supposed to be in there, but they just cut all they cut around Val Kilmer's dialogue. It's very obvious that mm-hmm. they cut around all of his dialogue mm-hmm. uh, so as to not ADR the shit out of it. And the guy on the radio is telling the audience what's going on. Apropos of nothing, like, mm. like, oh, is that guy there? Oh, shit, get Gert away from him. Keep him away. They're not friends. They're, they're, they're enemies. They're, they're enemies on the force, on the police force. Yeah, just doing a summary of what I assume was their scene. Yeah. He's reading the stage direction. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointed. Oh. <laughs> Subtext. There's a really great cast in this movie. Yeah, the cast is great. Yeah. We got uh, Mikey Fass. Got Becca we got Ferguson. Becky Fergs. Got Chloe Svejnins. Yeah. Who is, like, remember when she died? Yeah. And we were all like, oh, well, you might have been asleep. No, you saw no. it. You saw it. And we were all like, uh, what a waste of Chloe Sev. Yeah, and then she comes back as her twin. And then is in t- isn't in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like again. What a what a weird fake out yeah. that was. Yeah. It yeah. was a double fake out. Yeah. Cl- yeah, Chloe Savini is in this movie for a scene and a half and then is murdered mm-hmm. and then and I'm not even going to say like spoiler alert cuz like I do fully believe like nobody needs to watch that it's not good. No, it's uh, a very bad movie. And, and yeah. then she pops up again and we we're all like, "What?" But we just saw her get beheaded and then quickly this character is like, "No, I'm her twin sister." And then, and then she's not in it past that scene. Yeah. So why? Oh, they had they had her. They had her for an extra three hours. Like, well, let's put her to work. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna I wanna mention a few things. Please do here that I thought was fascinating mm-hmm. when we f- were just watching the opening credits because I do find this the the whole idea and story behind this movie, not the movie or story itself. But everything behind the scenes of this movie, I find kind of fascinating. Hmm. First, Martin Scorsese was supposed to direct this movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Dropped out. 
Thomas Alfredson, a very well-regarded filmmaker in uh, in Sweden, took over. He made Let the Right One In, that mm. vampire movie, mm-hmm. and uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Mm. So two very good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when he was making this, um, they obviously didn't have a very long shooting schedule because there's clearly a lot missing. And if mm-hmm. they did have mm-hmm. any time to shoot, they would have recast Val Kilmer. Yeah. You know, and they would have just reshot his scenes. Yeah. With someone else. I just want did they not know that he was going to have surgery? Was I don't it? know. I think it was, I honestly think it was like, we don't have any time. Yeah. Just do the scene and we'll see what we can do. <gasps> and then at the end of it all, it gets tossed over to the editing department. Mm. And it's the editors who have to come up with something. And here's something that I find absolutely amazing about this movie. There's two editors working on this movie. Claire Simpson and Thelma Schoonmaker. Schoonmaker. Not exactly sure how to pronounce her name. Point is, Claire Simpson, Oliver Stone's editor, longtime editor, Academy Award winner hmm. for Platoon. She won the Oscar for Platoon. Thelma Schoonmaker is Martin Scorsese's film editor on almost every single one of Martin Scorsese's movies and has won three editing Oscars. Wow. For Raging Bull, The Aviator and The Departed. Wow. So, behind on the editing, there are a cumulative total of four Oscars won mm. between these two ladies. And they managed to put together a movie out of whatever they got. Wah. Like like I think they should get some credit. Totally. Like a they, lot of They had it. to like reuse footage. Yes. Um, that you see, like the he is it the him building the snowman? Yeah, that's it's, shown like two or three times. Yeah, so they reuse that. Like a lot of establishing stuff uh-huh. is reused. Um, I think some of the same snowmen are used. <laughs> it was like a couple. They of couldn't. They couldn't even afford. <laughs> they couldn't even afford secondary snowmen. Yeah, or no. like scale snow actors. Yeah. <laughs> Those things take a really long time to build and they're very mm. expensive. Snowmen? Yeah, they have a very strong union. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh it's it's SAG, but the other one. <laughs> yeah. The Snow Actors Guild. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As we all know. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very real thing in Canada. Yeah. In case anyone doesn't know. Well, it's very cold here. You they have actually, a lot of snow actors. They actually filmed this movie in Norway. Oh. They took the time to go to Norway. Like wow. the thing That's is, true. everyone was on board yeah. for this movie. Yeah. Like, and they were ready. I don't get it. And like I'm z I just really wanted to shout out those two yeah. editors, Thank editors you. for actually mm-hmm. making a movie that was like that that had moments of suspense in it. Yeah. Nothing sustained. Yeah. Nothing that could be sustained, but like at least scenes played and you got a sense of what they were kind of trying to do. Yeah. And I think the only reason they were able to do that is because they had two extremely talented editors, Mm. maybe two of the greatest editors who have ever lived (laughs) working on their movie. And this is what we got. (laughs) Should let you know what they were working with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm so baffled by this movie. Hmm. I just how, but I did. I did. I did. Uh, 
it just seems like such a, a missed opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he c- it could have been like a like a new police detective franchise for yeah. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah it could have been uh, the girl with girl the, with the snowman tattoo. The snowman with the girl tattoo. That yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. Brought it home. It's late. Thank you. Yep. Um. All right. Well, did we get to your notes? You know, all of my notes were I, I started taking notes during the movie, and they were very detailed because it was with the like the thought that I would have a lot of notes as we went through the movie. But I very quickly just gave up. I just gave up. So the first couple were, oh, it starts with a homeschool kid. Not a good sign. <laughs> In movie, I don't mean that in like real life. I mean that like in movie language. You're like, oh, well, he's obviously going to become a serial killer then, and he does. And he does. So, yeah. Shocking. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, "Is this based on a very sad book?" And then like three seconds later, it was like based on the novel by this guy. I'm like, okay, yeah, that checks out. Uh, and then one thing that Alice saw so skip the rest of the rest of the notes are all like, "Oh, is the mom Kim Basinger?" But they dowdied her up. I'm like, no, that's just an actress. <laughs> that's just a person. Um, and then uh, Allie, you said something like halfway through the movie, and like I don't know, listeners who've read the Snowman series, I don't know if that's what the series is called. I think it's called the Harry Hole series. Just call oh, that's worse. Um, that's Michael Fassbender's name. What's his name? Harry. Uh, Ali, you said, so I, I don't know if this is like a huge plot point in those, but they seem, it would seem to be very important in the movies. Ali said, what's with these ratchet iPads? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I just, I want to talk about those for a minute. (laughs) Yes. Um, it's like the opposite of the technology in minority report. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's like, if someone took a, a 1990s style uh, VHS TV combo and married it with a tablet. Oh, it is chunky like that. Yeah. 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 So there are these like big, they're, I don't know, like a foot and a half. But they're super chunky, and the touch screen is, like, embedded in them, and they have, like, physical buttons along the bottom. And then there's a little, uh, like, hidey hole with a piece of cardboard taped over it that you flip up and then put your fingerprint on it to unlock it. This movie came out in 2017. Yeah, iPads have been around for over a decade now, I think. Yeah. When, well, like, when is this movie set? I feel like it's set in... No, I feel like it's set in 2015 or something like that. Oh, my oh. God. Maybe it was made in 2015. Oh. And it sat on a shelf. Oh, this no. movie feels like it sat on a shelf. Mm. Like, but everyone, everyone has, I, has iPhones, though. Like even there's a there's like a five year old that's that's a good her yeah, mom. yeah yeah so they so have, and iPhones have the, biometrics yeah and they were like so impressed about these biometrics it's so bizarre yeah and like oh it uploads everything every twelve hours well you <laughs> know what uploads faster. Everything. Everything. Every, literally uh, Your everything. phone is uploading all the time. As soon as it's connected to Wi-Fi, it uploads to the cloud. Yeah. That's Google needs happens. to know where we are all the time, yeah. not every 12 hours. You, mm-hmm. And Mark Zuckerberg is selling our shit. 
to Russia for kickbacks so he could get discounts yeah. at 24 Sky Mall. hours a day. I need timely ads. Yeah. I need them now. I need to know what Zulily has coupon codes for me. Yes. <laughs> How are they going to get that if somebody uh, breaks into my or J.K. Simmons's hotel room, tranks tranquilizes me and then cuts off my finger in order to use the fingertip print to delete all of my coupon and like cookies off of my weird big iPad. Yeah. Also this is a scene that happens. There's a hundred percent a bunch of uh, Instagram hacks about stealing people's fingerprints where it's like you rub lipstick on someone's fingerprint and then you uh, take it off with a piece of tape and then you use that to unlock their phone. Why didn't they just do that? Seems like a lot easier than killing a police officer. Yeah. You know, yeah. do some Mission Impossible shit. To be fair, yes. that plastic surgeon does it really easily. Yeah. He just killed. Yeah, it's very yeah. easy. He gets in there, steals the guy. Like, he's a ghost. Yeah. No like, one, no one wait, can come in. Is Nobody's he a ghost? He's not, he's not actually he a ghost. He wasn't actually no, a ghost. He's not actually Are a we ghost. sure? Well, no. He falls through the ice. Or does he float through the ice? Oh, God. I don't know. He falls through the ice and floats away. Yep. Right? He floats, like, he's just gone. He floats away, just like a ghost. Like, I don't know. I bet that wasn't the actual actor who fell through the ice. I bet that was a uh, reshoot day, and they just, like, dunked a PA (laughs) in the the water. And we're like, we don't have the actor today. We need this shot. Just jump in. And it's like, okay, this seems to be a lot of dry ice around here. Are you sure this is okay? I promise it's fine. Jump in. <laughs> so normally in the podcast, we would go around and we would ask, what was your favorite Val Kilmer scene? But oh, it I kind can of tell you. Okay. It the kinda, one that he was in? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I thought the image of him standing on that little mountain and shooting his gun into the air and all the birds flying off and seeing that disembodied corpse. I thought that was a striking image. That was yep. neat. Yeah, that was him. Yep. So, yeah. that's mine. <laughs> I liked when he went up the little, uh, the the gondola, the cable car. Mm. You know, that's fu- He just yeah. went up by himself. Yeah. That was, yeah. And he wasn't talking. Had, just had yeah. some thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. Allie? Both of those. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else <laughs> worth mentioning. Well, there's that office scene where he's yelling on the phone. Mm. Uh, well, someone's yelling so, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, someone's yelling on the phone. It is Val Kilmer's mouth is moving, but uh, what's coming out is is um looks like an old Jackie Chan film, to yeah. be perfectly honest. Yeah. <sighs> the snowman. The, the snowman. snowman. <laughs> I wanted this to be more fun, you guys. I'm not really depressed. Yeah. I'm kind of like I'm I found it interesting at the very least. I would not recommend it to anyone. No. To watch it. It's, uh, but I get to check that off the list. Yeah. So thanks yeah. for that, I said. I'm sure there's someone who's made like a thesis paper on the editing skills required for this movie. Oh, if they haven't, I think they should. Yeah. And they should cite this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Because these two, like, it, I I was like, oh, my God, Thelma Schoonmaker. Amazing. And I hadn't heard of Claire Simpson before, but as soon as I looked her up, I was like, whoa, you edit Oliver Stone's movies? That's insane. 
Oliver Stone shoots so much. He shoots almost as much as Martin Scorsese. <laughs> These guys. So they were left with the opposite problem in this situation. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But like these, these two editors have literally the most bombastic directors that they work for and they have to make something out of this, this, like these miles of film footage that these directors just throw on their desk and they have to make a, like a cohesive movie out of it. It's too bad this movie wasn't kind of filled in the blanks with pieces of old Oliver Stone. Holy shit. I would Martin love Scorsese that. movies that were like very much left over from their other projects. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Has Fassbender ever been in a Martin Scorsese movie? I don't think he has. But that would have been fun to just see like. Just a lot of like weird back of the head shots. Yeah. yeah. Like that scene with Val Kilmer where they cut to the back of his head when he were, whenever he was talking. Yeah. Who do you think they got to do his voice? I don't know. Clint Howard. <laughs> what a hack. Thanks. Clint Howard, if you're listening, come at me. <laughs> Whoa, Allie, am I hearing this right? Are you starting a beef with Clint Howard? Yeah. Whoa. Absolutely. Let it be known. You're a hack, Clint. Howard. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have any... Other, uh, uh, I, I have nothing left to say about this movie. I, I was like just going to forget it in like 20 minutes. I've yeah. already forgotten it. Yeah. I think we're done. I thought the snowman was cute. <laughs> well, the drawing of the snowman? Yeah. Yeah, that was really cute. I thought the guy who played the snowman was horrible. I wasn't awake for when he was revealed. <laughs> he was the, he was, uh, he was the boyfriend of, um, of Michael Fassbender's uh, ex-lady. It does lady not friend? make sense. It, it feels like they chose that person like on the last day. Uh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone yeah. else. Yeah. Um, great. Well, yeah. um, I feel like... Uh, we can end it. Yeah. Well, yeah, with that, um, I suppose... A season's valens to everyone. Yes. And uh, Greg, what would you like to uh, plug? Oh, I would love to plug Flawed Execution. Ah, Please yes. Do. Our improvised radio play, which both of you have generously been on. You're welcome. In the past, so uh, thank you for that. And I hope you'll both come back on the podcast. We await the checks in the mail. Yes. They are. I totally remember mailing them last week. Excellent. Our people it. will call your people. We'll have breakfast, lunch, dinner. Fantastic. Great. Excellent. Thanks. You're thanks welcome. for thanks for coming on and talking about Val Kilmer. Yeah, I hope I do it. I can do it again with a with a more Val Kilmer esque movie. Yeah. Well, I think. Oh man, I'm just. I oh this this movie just seemed like kind of a bummer to me because up until this one we had been like doing prime Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. So instead of like the gradual uh, decline decline. Which, even thinking about it, I don't think Val Kilmer really had a gradual decline. It was like he was everything and then disappeared. Mm. Um, But yeah, and now to see him and not to hear him, I'm just kind of sad. Mm. 
Because you guys like really like Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's not, not to like? like? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's I, I totally understand what you mean. And by contrast, even the films that we've talked about that I mean we've talked about Top Gun, we've talked about Willow. These are plugs for our earlier episodes. <laughs> Go listen to them. Um, you know, and like and Batman and everything like that. And then even with um the earlier movies that are like um, less well-known, like maybe Secret Genius. It was sort of, um, I don't know, I think we both felt good recommending Real genius. them. Real genius. Shit, I keep doing top, top secret, secret genius. Top Real secret, secret top. Top <laughs> secret genius. <coughs> Bottom idiot. The prequel. Um, <laughs> but I think we both felt good about recommending them or at least speaking as if, especially ones like Top Gun and Batman, like speaking as if, oh, everyone's seen this. I like that scene where this happened versus this movie. I'm like, nobody's seen it, and I don't want to tell people to see it. Also. No, and that's a weird, that's a weird like yeah. thing to talk about. Or yeah. like, I don't know. Oh, oh. Um, that's. I think this is what you have to look forward to in the 2000s. Oh, we we have so many. Until then, though, if yep. we oh, yeah, go you back do. chronologically, yeah. we get yeah, to go back so. to 1995 and see Heat. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I have it on special edition DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Looking forward to watching it. It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening listening in. Hope you guys have a a warm holiday Mm -hmm. inside your homes. Mm -hmm. And a... um, a, a sp- sprinkle of sparkle inside of your hearts. Yeah, that's great. Great. I'm gonna go to bed now. Okay. The snowman. Okay, Part bye. two. <laughs> Part two. Bye. bye. Let's start again. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs>